0: No. I'm on the air. All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our brand new podcast, Bad Dinner Guests. I apologize right now for maybe some mess ups, but bear with us. This is our first time. All right. I'm Dijon. I'm your host, D-Money, Mustard Boy, whatever you want to call me. My co-host, Mask Man over there. Introduce yourself, my friend.
1: I am Lou, and I cannot lie, I like big butts. (laughs) I'm
2: Kevin. I didn't think of anything clever to say like Lou did, but uh, yeah, so it's good to have you guys with us. Hopefully we're entertaining. I'll turn it back over to the boss. All right, all
0: right, all right. Now, I just want to forewarn everybody, this is not your father's radio, so if you get easily offended, I'm sorry, we're not here to hold your hand. So, with that being said, we're going to pop this story off with the rant. The rant is two minutes or less of us just to get anything off our chests. So, you know what? Lou, start us off.
1: I hate when video game movies don't live up to the video game. That's it? Yeah. Oh,
0: you got, oh, you got that's
1: it. There's such a mystery. I've lived the Final Fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been was pretty good, but ah, the spirits within was so terrible, and so agreed, many of them get scrapped before they even get made.
0: Agreed, agreed. Video game movies are the worst. Have you seen Blood Rain? That no. stuff was horrible. Do yourself a favor, don't watch it. I agree. Every Resident <laughs> Evil horrible, besides the first one.
1: Mad Payne.
0: Max Payne, that 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 shouldn't even count. I can't believe they wasted the film on that. Horrible. Horrible. It
1: was. And it was Marky Mark.
0: (laughs) Not even Marky Mark has saved that. He's not The Rock, let's be honest. Right. The Rock is the guy who saves dead franchises.
2: (laughs) All right. Kevin, go ahead. All right. So, you know, I um, had a couple of different things that I really wanted to rant about Um, and then uh, yeah so I'm going to just go ahead and start off with one actually you know what can I time out can we restart like can we just stop this and restart because I totally (laughs) forgot what my rants were going to be and Uh I had and I'm like I'm drawing a blank and so I feel like we should just we could just cancel this one and just restart is that that cool with you that's fine give me a chance to think of Because I completely drew a blank, and the only one that I could think of was some research I did last night about Mm -hmm. everybody who failed at 9-11 getting a raise, but I don't really want to go like that. (laughs) I don't want to be like that guy right off the bat, you know? Like that's not what I want to rant about, and it got stuck in my head, so Mm -hmm. I wanted to figure out. And then I just kept getting Dijon's topics popping (laughs) up in my head, and I was like, well, I can't (laughs) say any of those. He's about to say all those. So I thought maybe we could take a second. That's fine. And I'll uh, don't think about tuna salad. What the hell were my rants? I told them to you guys earlier. You did something about.
0: If you know what? We might even be able to keep this live. This is good stuff. It's actually <laughs> non-scripted.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a free-form <laughs> conversation, man. All right. Was it was something to do with the Heisman, right? No, those are those are those are his. So yeah, see, it's
2: it it's, it's his rant. And I can't think of what mine was. Completely drawn a blank on it.
0: Well, you know what? I'm just going to keep it going. And I'm going to do my rant. All right. So, what was it? At work yesterday, I learned about the dab. Had no idea what this dabbing is. And I found out it is a dance where you literally just sneeze in your arm.
1: I don't know about
0: you guys, but what is up with all these lingos? these, These on fleeks. I had to Google that the other day. Honestly, to learn what on fleek was like. When did we stop speaking on point. English? On point, yeah, on point. I had to um, that. And when did we
1: stop saying on point?
0: I yeah, I don't on point. I thought was like what we said, but I guess now it's it's on fleek. All right, and uh, <laughs> Tinder. Why can't girls not have profiles that don't include some kids, a dog, or their food? I just doesn't. Under- I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It drives me crazy. Another one concussion the new will smith movie man i i I, who in the marketing world thought that that was a good idea they just sat there was like you know what concussion it's new it's hip like who thinks of this stuff they couldn't think of a better name than that
2: no they couldn't couldn't. that's obviously obviously. (laughs) that that they spent probably a decent amount paying somebody to come up with that
1: name. Yeah, it's not like they can call it the Junior Seau Syndrome. What, you know what? What's
2: e- what's even sadder about that, though, is um, they did a, P- a... PBS did a special on this very same thing on the report, you know, the op-ed piece that this doctor wrote, and that's probably much more informative than a Hollywood movie is going to be. But that's going to be the only way anybody pays attention to it. Exactly. You had to put Alec Baldwin's haircut and... Will Smith in front of the TV to get anybody to pay attention to this. Right. It's sad anyway. It is. They own it to have And the fact that they came up with a name like Concussion <laughs> makes you wonder if it's going to even actually be that accurate
1: or worth paying attention to anyway. Is Concussion going to tra- cause the head trauma it seeks to prevent?
0: I just don't, I don't understand Hollywood. They always figure out ways to ruin things, man. Like I just think a PBS or a Netflix. 30 minute special would have sufficed and not thrown Will Smith and a whole bunch of throw up in Hollywood flashes and call it a movie. I just, I don't know. It's
1: It's probably a favor he had to do for somebody because of Jaden Smith being in a movie or something. (laughs) No,
0: right. So while we're on the topic of football, I just want to throw out there um, the first point is about the Heisman Trophy ceremony. That happened over the weekend, and as we all know, Derek Henry, running back from Alabama, uh, took home the trophy in a landslide with uh, Christian McCaffrey coming in second and um, Deshaun Watson coming in third, and the one thing I can't gloss over or get out of my head is, yes, all three of those guys who were there are very deserving, is the quarterback from Navy, Keenan Reynolds. Now... The Heisman committee, they preach excellence on and off the field. And I can't think of anyone who literally fits that mold better than Keenan Reynolds. And it's not just, oh, he's in the Navy, let's throw him in there for a charity case. No, this guy put up stats. He had over 30 touchdowns, 1,000 passing yards, 1,000 rushing yards, and he led Navy to a 10-win season. That's with- yeah, and 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 if they beat Pittsburgh in the Military Bowl, they will win eleven games for the first time in Navy history. And I don't understand how you cannot in, at least invite that guy right. to the Heisman trophies. I don't. I don't understand. It, it blows right. my mind.
1: That's well, geez, man. You if you were to do that in NCAA, you know the the the, the, uh, the, uh, game, the old
2: the old video game. Yeah, Resident the old video games. game. May
1: yeah. yeah, may rest in dust. Um. You, you would have been a sh- if you had those kind of stats you'd have been a shoe in, right? For the Heisman Trophy, even if you played for a team like Hawaii,
2: right? And, and I don't, what I don't get is I, I understand that they they base the number of invites based on how well you did in the voting, but you know we talked about this before, and I just thought I don't understand why there couldn't have been a fourth person, and if there was going to be a fourth person, it doesn't matter if everyone knows he's not going to win. Right. Um, you know it just to to have somebody who you could make the statistical argument that he deserves to be there, you know, and like you you know, you know, like you mentioned, to do something like that at Navy that runs the option, you know, for a quarterback to have that kind of an impact and get them a top 25 ranking, uh, you know, he deserved to be there. So even if he didn't have a Absolutely. chance, why not just let him go? Kobe Bryant's going to play in the All-Star game this year. He won't deserve to be there, but he'll be there. And he'll right. be taking someone else's spot. Because he saw his tickets. This wasn't even taking someone else's spot. This was, right. we were only going to have three, but now we're going to have four. Like, if that was the case, why'd Brady Quinn get invited to the right. Heisman right. Trophy back right. in the day? Well, I'm an Oregon fan. He deserved to be there.
0: Does that <laughs> beg the question, like you were telling me earlier, is, is the Heisman Trophy irrelevant these days?
2: Well, well I mean, well. yeah. I, like, I actually I have a fun little trivia question for you guys uh, that will kind of put. My argument, I think, will kind of prove it. Uh, can either of you name for me the last Heisman Trophy winner to actually win a Super Bowl?
1: No, I cannot. Uh, I'll get, but uh, if the you main head, head, I, I, I can get. Okay, go ahead. With us going to the playoff berth for the for the main title, it should be the MVP of that game. Well, that's
2: a completely different thing. I mean, you can have the player of the game, like an MVP for the for the national championship, or if you want to do it for the playoffs. But, um, but so if you want a hint for the trivia question, um, I will tell you that actually the last two Heisman Trophy winners to win a Super Bowl did so for the same team, but not at the same time. And hint number two is that neither uh, neither of Actually, the last three Heisman winners to go to the Super Bowl and win, neither of them have been quarterbacks. So that narrows it down for you a little bit.
0: The only person I can think of is maybe Reggie Bush with the New Orleans Saints.
2: Am um, I close? Uh, n- well, uh, no, actually, you know, according to my research, the answer was Charles Woodson. Charles in, Woodson. In- Followed by Desmond Howard, they both got their Super Bowls with the Packers.
1: Mm.
2: And then the next one in line, you went all the way back to Marcus Allen. Um, And those names are so obscure. So, well, I mean, well. Other than that trivia. Well, yeah, well, you want to hear some obscure names. Um, Let me pull up for you guys the list of the Heisman Trophy winners over the last about 20 or so years. And then this is again towards my argument because to, to to answer your question, John, I think that yes, it is you know an outdated and pretty much pointless award at this point. Okay. Um, because you, when you look at it, uh, most of these guys aren't making an impact on the field. Um, when uh, there's the history, you mentioned this earlier. We were talking today the the Heisman curse of mm-hmm. when the Heisman Trophy winner ends up playing in the national title game. They don't very often win that game. Um, right, and then you look at the pros based on the stat, you know, the little trivia piece I just gave you, and uh, yeah, once, there's a Heisman winner every year. Once well, the page size to load, you'll see the the list of names, and you'll go ahead, John.
0: I was gonna say if I could be cynical, um, you know, the Heisman Trophy. A lot of people will say, well, that has nothing to do with, you know, how they perform in the NFL. This is a college trophy. So, you know, the Heisman is one of the most acclaimed trophies in all of sports. But I do agree how you say that, yes, it is coming. It's irrelevant to, you know, the Heisman Trophy doesn't necessarily mean success in the next level. But but at at the same time, it seems like literally the Heisman Trophy is the best player on one of the better teams instead of being the best, or the most important player to their team. Because without Keenan Reynolds, Navy's Akron, Kent. Yeah.
2: And when and you look at um, Stanford's Montgomery, I mean, the stats that he put up with it being in so many different ways, we have never seen a season like that. You probably won't. McCaffrey. It's McCaffrey. McCaffrey, my bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. But, for instance, you know, with it being the multi-purpose yards and the all, you know, the return yards, receiving, running, all that stuff, you know, that had a much bigger impact. You know, Derrick Henry got 90 carries in the last two games. That's more than some – and, you know, that's probably more than the running back at Texas Tech got all season,
1: right, yeah, in can- like
2: two games. And so, I agree. You know, I, I think at this point it's more it's just like the beauty pageant, like, okay, so let, <laughs> let me read you off some of the names, and I, I'll, obviously some of these are yet to be known, but again, like, even, you know, you think back, um, again, you can take away my NFL argument, I guess, for the, for the sake of things, but uh, I'm just going to read off the list of these names because I think it's entertaining. We've got Derek Henry, you know, Mariota, Jameis Winston, johnny manzel of course everybody's favorite robert griffin III, cam newton which is interesting to bring up because he and Carson palmer both have a chance to be the next guy oh, i hate you tarson palmer <laughs> yes he does uh, and then you've got mark ingram sam bradford and then this is where it starts to get fun okay so we've got tim tebow voice oh, smith God. Yeah, Troy Smith. <laughs> uh, Matt Leiner.
0: Matt Liner, Jason, Liner. So, Jason White
2: in so two thousand pretty
0: much since two thousand and five. You have guys who like to throw hot tub parties and guys who go to like to Cambodia and circumcise little kids. Okay.
2: <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. There we got we got uh, you know Lou's favorite redhead, Carson Palmer, uh, Eric Crouch. Chris Winkie, the <laughs> oldest rookie in NFL history. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but he was like 28. Yeah. Ron Dane, who was, was pretty good. You know, uh, Ricky Williams, Charles Woodson, Danny Warfel, Eddie George, of course, over oh, Rasham Salam, Gina Torreetta, Charlie Ward, my favorite Heisman winner ever because he didn't even go on to play. Yeah. Charlie
0: Ward for like the New York Knicks, their point guard, Charlie Ward?
2: Yep. Former uh, Charlie Ward, who before he started at quarterback, was the starting punter in his freshman year. <laughs> uh, how do you, you go
0: know. from winning the Heisman to punching a Heat player in the playoffs? Like, how does that he happen? He's also drafted
2: by the Pirates. In my opinion, Charlie Ward's one of the best athletes of all time, which is yeah. just one of those things where he may have picked the wrong sport because he was kind of a career backup point guard in the NBA, mm-hmm. but he won a Heisman as a quarterback at Florida. You know, he, they, they credit him for inventing the run-and-shoot kind of shotgun offense, the no huddle. You Right. Know, okay. And then Charlie Ward. So, anyway, so, yeah, that's some fun stuff. But, you know, so that, yeah, that award used to, back then, you look at the Charlie Wards and the Ricky Williams, and the, those guys were dominant.
1: Right. Right. You know, that award
2: used to, you know, really, and, and I, you know, you're listening to it, I'm listening to it on ESPN and talk radios. I didn't hear really a word about the Heisman. At first, when Leonard Fournette was putting up, ridiculous numbers there was some talk of it and then I didn't hear about it until the Saturday of the Heisman and I felt that was just because there was only one game on Yeah, they needed something to talk about on the radio that day
0: so the Heisman over the years it has evolved and then also with college football just evolving period we go from you know the BCS era to now this four-team playoff format and you know four teams are definitely better than two it proved last year when Ohio State took all was the four seed and took home the trophy. You know, if that didn't exist, then it would have been Florida State versus Alabama, and another snoozer. But you know, with this new four-team play- format, you know, four teams have a chance to get in. But my question is, are the best teams in the four-team playoff this year? Because, in my opinion. I feel that the four most deserving teams are in the playoffs, not the four best teams. Uh, Ohio State, in my opinion, is a top four, maybe the best team in the country. They didn't show it until late against Michigan, but Mm -hmm. they deserve to be in this conversation. So you're telling me a team who lost to the number three team in the country by three points does not get a shot to play for the national championship? Stanford? You're telling me that Stanford can't go and beat an Ohio State, a Michigan State, an Alabama, or Oklahoma? Do you like four? Do you like eight? Do you want a 64 like in March Madness basketball? How do you feel about that?
1: I don't know, March Madness would be kind of crazy.
2: That, I think that would be, be way too big. Um, I, I think for the layout, six teams. you know, the biggest we could probably get would be eight. I think eight would be great. Like you said, six would be six good. Six would be like perfect. If you want to provide a, a bi-week incentive to the top two. But if you think about it, even right now with the four-team layout, what, will they have something like 35 or 40 days in between? Like the, oh, Yeah. The, the coaches, I don't know if they're doing it this week, but last week the coaches were out recruiting because the kids just had a week off, which yeah. is great. But, you know, maybe they don't yeah, right necessarily up. need a bye week. So that's why I like the eighteen team format because I agree with you. I think if there were an eighteen team format, that Ohio State would be that team that comes through, um, you know, the supposed underdog. I think they're the best team in the country right now. I think they would win in an eighteen playoff. I am upset as an Notre Dame fan that Ooh. my reward – for my good season, is having to play the angry the angry best team in the nation. And we're going to just get stomped. And, yeah, I'd much rather see Ohio State be playing for something that matters. Me.
0: I, I agree 100%. And they say that the committee is on conference champions – but one major conference gets left out every single year. So what you know? Who's the t- who dictates the better conference? And I believe with an 18 playoff, it eliminates that bias because what we see now is a team like Alabama. They are resting on the details of what the SEC did. are still gear, you know. Ohio's l- loss in the whole entire format of uh, the the playoffs oklahoma lost to a four-win texas team alabama lost to a nine and three old Miss team uh clemson obviously undefeated so they deserve to be there michigan five and seven nebraska team so realistically Ohio's best loss out of all of them but at the same time though they're not deserving they had their shot and they blew it so the four most deserving teams are in there but if you're playing cynic what about adding another game? Would that really be too much for kids to handle at 18, 19, 20 years old?
1: I think so. I mean, especially with the new pageantry of the playoff birth system. I mean, that's something that we got to get used to before. We, I mean, we got to let this settle down. I mean, this is only, what, the second year? But, so, yeah, this is yeah, the second yeah, year. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I,
2: would, I will say that. For my part, I agree more with Dijon on I would like to see it worked out, you know, one more week as long as, um, you know, maybe it means taking, getting rid of one non-conference game because let's face it, most of these schools are scheduling FCS schools. It's basically just a preseason game anyway, so. Would it really hurt the players to, to take Wofford off the schedule? And right. Then, but they have a Add chance. Team. But then they have a chance as the number seven team to play the number two season. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Wofford deserves a chance to go and play against the big boys. You never know. They,
2: they can deserve to, uh, what, what can deserve Wofford Come play down. like in, uh, you, know, just like Lake, you know, let them play the, the lower levels. Let them play Indiana. Hawaii. You know, and then they, they can get Man, some, I've been really hating on Hawaii. Yeah, you've really been hating on. Uh, Wofford.
0: Wofford. I'm but, pretty like, sure you
2: know, like what happens to the next Boise State in this four team? You know, you're talking about like, you know, I know um, you know, the next small conference team that ends up making a, a good, legitimate run over a couple of years and gets recognized. Bearcats you know, What if what if a you know, let's just pretend that Boise State played Oklahoma in a fiesta bowl that we were in a four team playoff system at that you're looking at a situation then where you have two power like okay, what if Notre Dame made it in? Then you have two power five schools out of the playoffs. Whereas if you have an eight team conference, all power five have a chance to be in and you can handle any at large business. So if you have a situation where like back when number one Michigan played number two Ohio State the last week of the year, both of those teams
1: deserved a chance to play for a national title, they would both get it. One would be, they would both be in the top eight. If I can interject, you know, that's, that's kind of the incentive to build a dynasty you know, I mean, because you know, it's not like these teams can't advance and you know win out of their divisions. You know, look how close to the bear, like look how close the Bearcats were to going Big Ten. And also, can right, I right. can I also just say the Big Twelve needs to just I don't
2: care if it's two of the biggest cupcakes. I mean, they schedule they schedule cupcakes anyway. We just oh, said yeah. this. I don't care who yeah. they find. They need two more teams. They need a conference championship. That will get rid of a lot of this extra debate. Make them play that extra game, too. Because, who's you know, what if Oklahoma had lost their conference championship? Then that could have had some settling because I agree with you. They That's lost awesome. to a team that Notre Dame beat by 35 points. They lost to a wow. bad Texas team. They got hot at the right time, whereas Ohio State lost at the wrong time. To a good team. And I think one more game for Oklahoma would have actually probably had the. And potentially out of the
1: top four. Well, and that's the other thing, too. I agree. Look at all the teams that haven't played 13 game seasons. Yeah, you're right. You know? so I I think the
0: best best way to do this is you have have the power Power five Five conference winners, and then you have three at-large teams. You cut down, like you said, one of your out-of-conference games, and then you have – the power or the other, not the non-power five, the Boise States, the Army, Navy, BYU.
2: Notre, the Dame, best of the,
0: Notre Dame. The Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. The Independents. The best team of those get their end. And then you have two at-larges with the first round being um, on the home campuses of the, the higher-seeded team. So could you imagine... Ohio State going to Tuscaloosa for a playoff game? That'd right. be intense. That would be, the money would that, be ridiculous.
2: That's going to be the argument, though, against that is because w- if if you do the 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 eight teams, they're going to want to keep the bowl games, I would imagine, and they're right. going to want to but keep you, that money. So, but you could
1: still do it based on geography, you know, at least, you know. Well, after the home, the home side – tickets. I think the best thing about keeping the bowl games is the fact that it still lets the kids who don't go to the big show to celebrate having a great year of football. That's right, we definitely play. keep the
0: bowls for everybody else. It's like BNIT in college basketball. Oh, you yeah, can keep right. the bowls. just have it be the first round is on home stadiums, or the, the stadiums of the home team, of the higher seed, and then after that go to your semifinal at the Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, all the bowls, Rice Bowl, Bowl Bowl. <laughs> you know, they, can, they, can do, they can still keep the four – You know how they do it now, just add four more teams and then add the home sites. The only bad thing about that is the logistics would be a nightmare for fans and for the schools because that's a lot of traveling. And then also with finals, I, I get the logistics would be a nightmare, but they got to figure it out somehow to get eight, at least eight teams in these playoffs.
1: This is a multi-million dollar business, though. I mean, it it could happen. It just let's be honest. I mean, fan attendance probably wouldn't be what it, what they want it to be. I I disagree. I
2: think I think it will happen, and I think it's because of that reason that they know they can make more money. I mean, take for instance, like. You know, we live in Columbus down here, so we see firsthand Ohio State's effect on the city. People not only, you know, people come from out of town. Like it's it's a holiday thing. you know, people will save up. People that have never even went to this university will save money for a whole year to come down for the Ohio State game, or you know, for it depends sometimes it's a big. It depends on the year. you know, this year it might have been the Michigan State game. I know you came down from Cleveland. Oh, you know, so people are going to come. And the bigger the game, the more they're willing to spend on that. Oh, you,
0: they would have you, no problem selling out home sites for playoff games. Yeah, and then and, it's,
2: they'll make more money if they trade in one of those non-conference games that where they allow some cupcake to come in and earn more money for that cupcake school. Yeah. You know, I, I think agree. they actually make more money, they're and that's people. why they'll make it happen. I mean,
0: could you, you imagine Oklahoma coming to Columbus in December for a playoff game? It'd be nuts. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and the whole and and it's things like that. the all, The whole city would benefit from a weekend of that. All the hotels downtown, and everything. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I think it's going to happen. I think they just have to. They're gonna let this play out for a couple of years. I will also say one last thing about this. I think we need to go back and implement the BCS, and by that I mean this. Let's get rid of the committee. And let's do this – if we're still only going to do four, let's do it based off the computer. Let's not – these people keep flip-flopping. They, they yeah. change their mind. I mean, the um, committee is know, just let, – Bring that back. Or at least bring it – at least allow it to be a factor. At least have the poll agree. and the BCS. Do what they used to do. Have the coaches poll, the AP poll, and the computer, and then have our final rankings or whatever. Have have those based. And, and I still love the playoff system. I don't think the computer was screwing up that badly. No. It was just any time you have to take over hundred teams down to two, there's gonna be some controversy. Well right. you'll
1: have that any that well, there's, the committee uh, was supposed to take the computer bias out.
2: Because, but now they're just adding personal bias, you know, they, there's not a straight system, heard. you know.
0: And it's so funny, for example, the SEC, they have fifteen ranked teams or ten ranked teams in the beginning of the season. And then they beat up on each other. But then you find out at the end of the season, none of those teams are really good. But at the time, a team like Alabama, they beat a ranked Mississippi State who's not good. They beat a ranked Florida team who's not good. All yeah. on yeah. the merit at the beginning of the season. So I believe they should just take out preseason polls in general. Just take out the preseason, the top. Don't rank them until the week eight or whatever the committee goes until yeah. their first one.
1: That's a good idea. It's too much of a distraction. I I agree.
2: Yeah, it holds way too much weight. You'll have teams that are 2-2 in the top 25, and you're just sitting here thinking, you know, just like he said, based on the fact they were a top five team, and you'll have an undefeated 4-0 team sitting on the outside looking in because they were underestimated. So, yeah, I completely agree. All
0: right. Cool, cool. Well, we could talk about this forever. Uh, Literally. (laughs) So so now... A great debate Ooh. all right keeping with that football theme I know you guys have something to do
2: oh yeah Go. oh yeah. well so <laughs> I'm right and you're wrong <laughs> yeah, absolutely. my team's better so um, our, our argument today as I as a Colts fan and Lou over here as a Bengals fan is I truly believe that even though I have a worse record and there's a good chance my team will finish below 500, and his team is 10-3, and 3, I think I'm in a better position to be celebrating a playoff victory this year. And I want Lou to tell me either why I'm wrong or
1: whatnot. I think we're done. Really? I so do. I, it, sounds, uh, it sounds like he broke his thumb.
2: Is it really? Oh, it sounds head. like a fracture.
1: Oh, okay. So, and his throwing hand.
2: So, who's Andy Dalton's backup then? McCarron. So, AJ McCarron? So,
1: yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, well, you guys are done. You guys
2: yeah.
0: are done. The myth and the legend. We're, We're done. done. I'm sorry. That dude is ass, bro. I'm sorry.
1: He is.
2: But, so, I guess this debate has is, is kind of
1: lost its... Uh, <laughs> Fervor? Yeah, exactly. But, Thanks but for that. that's... If, At if least AJ McCarron has a
0: hot wife.
1: And even, even... Uh, if Dalton it? plays out the rest of the season, I don't think he'll have the versatility in his hand. Yeah. Rim shot. Pun fully intended.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And it's just – it's,
0: it's – That's so be depressing. It because is. at least if Indianapolis doesn't make the playoffs, they go home to Indianapolis. Cincinnati, <laughs> if they don't make the playoffs, they go to the Florida of Ohio. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, have you been to Cincinnati? It's dirty. The deep south of the Midwest. They call it shit <laughs> so Nasty. know. Right Cincinnati is more like it. Like that's, mm-hmm. uh, Have you been to Indy? Indy's a nice mm-hmm. town, man. It, dang, it's not a bad Constellation Prize. You go home no. to minneapolis great town.
1: Right, dang. it's clean. The beer hounds are champagne Connoisseurs. yours yeah
2: and well, so well, uh, looks, so I guess what I will say so what the, I was going to argue with you about but since you're not putting up any fight I guess I'll just say <laughs> it just to just, so maybe if I say it enough times I'll actually be I
1: acquired like new information right since the last we talked about this that, that is true but I was uh because I was watching the post you know 730 Fox game yeah you know wrap up and I don't think he'll be back I mean that's but you know that's I'm I'm speaking as a fan that doesn't want to get my hopes up too much. Right. Um it'll be terribly disappointing. You know, it's this,
0: supposed to be yeah. the great debate, Lou, not the great that's I give the, up. Yeah, you season. can at least
1: like
2: fake it for me, man. Like you could at least pretend like, "Hey, look, Andy Dalton will be healthy and he will play and in that hypothetical scenario, that he will Finally, in the hypothetical wait, scenario, you finally show up when the lights are turned on, yeah, that's not gonna And I'm gonna turn around and say, Hey, at seven and nine, my team's gonna have a home game, mm-hmm. and you can't really count out Andrew Luck at home. You no. Mike Adams will finally be healthy, and we'll, ha- we'll and that's have we won't another loss we had today. We'll have enough. Tyler Eifert
1: is out with a concussion day to day. Oh, yeah, I know about that. I lost,
2: I lost two fantasy playoff games. Look, so. I finally made it. I made it to playoffs in four leagues. I got a buy in two and I lost twice a day. Just got whooped. Ooh. Absolutely whooped. So a really sad day. The Jags dropped fifty-one on my heart. Ooh. And Chuck Pagano, you won't hear this? So this is I'm not this the nuts. Jaguars? I'm not Chuck Pagano nuts. He after the game compared this loss to the two thousand six Super Bowl team. He compared this Colts team that it's facing the same kind of challenges that the one that went on to win the Super Bowl did. And if he thinks – I don't know if that means he thinks they're going to the Super Bowl, but I'm not drinking that cooler. Reggie Wayne's not walking
0: through that door. So a young Reggie Wayne's not walking through that door.
1: He might, you know. The reincarnation.
0: Yeah, maybe Reggie Wayne in in a wheelchair now because he's old,
2: but old. Yeah, him and a walker out there on the slot. I mean, that's what Austin Collie was. He was just a, a walking rag doll. Dominic Rhodes ain't walking through that door. (laughs) No. Well,
0: well, since Lou gave up, I have a debate for you, Kevin.
2: Yeah, all right.
0: right. We're going to flip the script script right here. And I believe the best billionaire, look, right now, (laughs) Tony Stark (laughs) would hands down 100 100% B. Bruce Wayne in a
2: fight. Yeah, and there's it's just over. there's yep. no way there's no way that that's gonna happen. Um, uh, yeah, I, I completely disagree with you. We can have it. We can have at least. I don't know if it would be a good debate, but I'll argue with you. Start is <laughs> better. Yeah. He's, he's, Thank you. I and you know he what? He created
0: better. his own technology, not Morgan Freeman in the basement. Yeah. I'm just saying. So if he needs something
1: on the fly, he can create it himself. Okay. He rewires the things he already made to make other purposes happen.
2: But Batman would and be extraneous. better at using it. You know, he's he yeah, a grappling is better in, like, in this scenario. Tony Stark, is better, <laughs> is, Tony Stark is better in the lab. I'll give you that. He's better at making stuff. But who has the martial arts training? Who trained with a guy who can't die, in hand-to-hand combat? I mean, I if, he can, if, do if you can me? figure out a way to beat Superman, if he can, if he can knock out Superman with kryptonite gloves, how can he not come up with something? Get Tony. Okay, so Tony Stark is, made a
1: suit that could fight the here's, Hulk.
2: Here's how you break right, down the Let's you. let's put them. Let's put them in a room when nobody has a suit, nobody has a gadget. Now, who wins? Okay, oh, of course, no Bruce Wayne oh, hands down. But you can't take that away. Okay, so that's that,
1: that's, that's my fight. So Getting him that. out
0: of the suit is that. the thing. Try to get him out of the suit. You can't. It's he destroys Batman. The guy that's has no suit powers. Nothing. It's over.
1: Not to mention, Tony Stark's not a detective though. Batman Tony figure out a way. Hollowed out, to out his, his bones. Head with the extremist. Okay, I give, you, I give you Batman's a master strategist.
2: Yeah, he's you. gonna be the better strategist in that. the fight. He has more resources. Like, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tony has his computers, but Batman can, can fight that with Oracle. He's got Oracle in his ear. He's got sidekicks. Like, if you're telling me that, I, Gordon, if you're telling really? me that I can't bring to the table but she still has her computer that she can search. You yeah, know what I'm saying? and Tony Stark has a war machine. His war machine, war machine. His brain. Not some, uh, not some flying circus guy.
1: It's not, it's
2: not being like, he's not. He's he's not overwhelmingly. He's not an overwhelming favorite to me. I think everything that Tony Stark has. Yeah, you can argue that Batman didn't make it himself, but he still has it. If you're but telling me that I can't win the argument by saying if you take the machine away. Then you Tony can't, then you can't the tell me that Tony wins because he built them himself because they still have all the same things. Right. Batman could fly if he wanted to fly. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying he can counter everything Tony can do.
0: Well, what if he catches him and without the shit? He's, He's in, an in an Iron Man suit. Fight. It's a fighter jet. Come on, man.
2: It's no competition. And he it's gets. A fighter jet.
1: You know, Fox can't build a fighter jet. He built a yeah, tank that-, that can crawl on walls and a motorcycle that comes out of it. We're not talking about. Putting Batman in a plane.
0: We're talking tra- about you're Batman versus, talking versus Iron
1: things. Man. <laughs> he make jet boots.
2: Oh no, he did. You, I'm saying you can find you can find a Batman a Batman issue somewhere where Batman probably had some Batman jet boots versus Superman. Around. Boom, there it is. They were okay. flying around, and so he can, fighting each other, and so he can counter it. That's all I'm saying. He can counter. Just, Iron Man's not the only one that can fly. If Batman needs to do that to fight him, he he will have the same boots. And
1: Green Arrow shot Superman in the face, one armed.
2: That's, yep, and there you go, bringing in. I don't I think
0: we're going to keep on banging our head against the wall here, but, you know, I'm going to stay with my opinion, you know. Tony Stark, has beats any. Batman. Okay, folks.
2: maybe we can come, we can come to, uh, maybe we'll just take it. Which, which of the two upcoming, because we got Iron Man and we got Batman coming up within what we got Ooh. March and May. I'm just saying, if if we can't um, come to terms, I mean, no one's gonna win this debate, this right. Iron Man, Batman debate. Maybe maybe someone can win over. No, but there's another. There there's the uh, the Civil War coming out. Yeah. You know there, there there's yeah. you know so Marvel or DC
1: film world. Yeah. You know which
2: one would which one are you guys more excited to see? I personally. Am, am just too big of a Batman nerd. Yeah. Okay. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. I, I I knew you'd pull that one out.
0: You know, I got my Deadpool symbol on right here too. I right here. Um, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go with uh, probably Civil out. War because the first African American superhero is in this movie, Black Panther. I'm excited about that. Um, and Ben Affleck is playing that.
2: Can I give you guys a quick beef with Civil War? Why it really makes me mad? Like before I ever see it, I'm already mad at it. You got you want to sure. hear? Sure. All right. So my problem with Civil War is why isn't it just named Marvel Civil War or just Civil War? Why is it called Captain America Civil War? Because to me, that is this telling there you it's a, a Captain America show. movie instead of an Iron Man movie, which kind of, to me, foreshadows who's going to win. It's like in that new Terminator when they showed you in the trailer that John Connor was a Terminator. Why wouldn't you save that? Why wouldn't you All let right. that be just
1: you find out in the movie? Why would you give away part of the plot we'll in the see. trailer? We'll see. We'll see. Um... In the past, Civil War, this was a while ago, the Civil War was an event in Marvel Comics that tore the universe apart, hero versus hero, and it started from... Hero registration. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yep. Yeah, the time we so, yeah. use the same timeline for that. Uh, the Ultimate Alliance video. The school gets blown up. Um, yeah, the school yeah. gets blown up by the. Yeah, I mean, wow.
1: The Uninvincibles or something like that. Yep.
2: And but so but my thing is is what if you had just named it Civil War, then it would have just been more open to side choosing and
1: everything. Now I just I don't understand why it's Captain. Because America. Because Captain America so was the head of one of the factions. Yeah, I know, but and so is so Iron Man. So is Iron Man. I don't exactly. know exactly they might have a rebuttal to that. Maybe. That maybe that would be a surprise.
2: Uh, be the next Iron Man movie. You yeah. could be right. That yeah. was just
1: my little beef with that. All I got to say is, I mean, uh, there's a long time Batman until Infinity War.
0: Batman vs Superman has Ben Affleck. Have you seen Julie?
2: I rest my case. Well, also, uh, yeah, I got beef with that too. Um, uh, why in that trailer, in the new trailer... Hey, they don't show, talk
1: shit about Ben Affleck. He'll try to fuck you in an uncomfortable place. Hey, <laughs> I was saying something.
2: I was literally in the middle of saying something, and Go that ahead. made me really uncomfortable. Kevin has the talking <laughs> stick, Lou.
1: Let him talk. Kevin has a talking I'm stick. Sorry. i sorry. Well, the mall rats. Are, the Piggy's mall got rats. the conch, and it's my turn to talk. Mall <laughs> <rats> reference,
2: man. <me. laughs> but um, no, but all, my, my beef with the Batman one is that they went ahead and showed the Wonder Woman come in, and they did the whole issue with you. I thought she was with you. And then, again, go ahead and give me the plot. Like, I already knew they were going to end up working together, but just, like, stop ruining the plot in the trailer and let me just go. You're already making me pay $16 to see the damn thing. Will you at least let me experience it then? <laughs> For the first and time. And stop ruining pot points before I even go in to see the theater. And also, just don't even put Wonder Woman in it in the first place like it, more, But that's just my personal opinion. That's I it. Mean, I, that was it. I, I, know, so I, from mean, about, man, I didn't
1: want to talk Ben British. Affleck in a room. He spit on me. Seriously, man, you got to stop talking shit about Ben Affleck. He mm. will fuck you in an uncomfortable I, place.
0: Hey, hey, he's a great director. I love his directing movies, but his acting, Reindeer Games, Lee, I just, I, I, I can't, man. I, I can't. I love Ben Affleck, though. I do love Ben Affleck, just not as an
1: actor. I like him as a director. I think you love the idea of Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You love the idea of Ben Affleck, but not as Batman.
1: Who else he's is all man-printed like, in, in the right places. Right. And then he opens his mouth and just a fucking train rocket. Who else it? he only the, has...
0: Huh? I said, who else is going to do the Christian Bale voice? Where's Did the I heard Christian Bale was supposed
1: to... uh be Daddy warbots in the new Annie reboot, but every time he said, "Ernie,
0: I'm your new daddy,"
1: little girl Peter herself.
0: Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> so moving on. So keeping on that theme of registration, uh, I'm gonna get a little bit serious here. Um, there's a really, really big problem with uh, gun violence going on in our country right now, and you know, some people say that uh, we should do gun control and. Um, some people say that okay. we shouldn't do gun control. Uh, you guys just leave me here yeah, all alone. Um...
2: I, I know. I know you're uh, oh, debating you on this one. He's, uh, <laughs> so, he's helping um, well, me Kevin, out. Kevin, while
0: you're here, we can get your yeah, opinion on it. I'm
2: going to take my front row seat here in a second because I, um, I have really mixed feelings about the whole issue. Yeah. I, I do, I personally, so before I get out of your way, I guess I'll say that I just think it should maybe be a little more difficult as far as like, you know, the background checks and the tests just to make, you know, but I don't think anything should like be ever, ever taken Colorado. away. Um, I think that if we at any point have citizens that aren't allowed to arm themselves, then that will, that would be a greater um has a greater potential for more of us to get hurt if, say, yeah. since we should be invaded, you know, then, uh, you know,
1: hundreds or millions of people could die while waiting for the army or right. the police to get That was one of the first things Hitler did in Nazi Germany, is confiscate the guns of the citizens. Yeah, and it's, You know, it's, so that way if the, people even wanted to revolt against the government, they couldn't.
2: Yeah, it's in the Constitution, you know, it's, it's, in, it's, it's there for a reason. That, you know, that's my opinion, um, and, uh, Yeah, I have to stay out of this one a little bit because I don't want to look like a conspiracy nut. Um, So,
1: uh, I'm going to let you two
2: two get at it and and tell your opinions, and I'm going to go grab some coffee and maybe some popcorn. (laughs) No, it's not even that
0: serious. I I agree with um, you when you say that there should be a, a stricter registration for people to purchase a weapon. And I don't think that just taking guns away from people is the answer, but an example I like to point at is when I was in London recently, uh, guns are banned in that, in that city or maybe in the entire country, and the police officers don't even carry weapons, and the gun violence is non-existent there. And the same with Australia after their gun ban. So, I, but at the same time, I, I think that we're in too deep in America to ever take guns away, that it would lessen the violence. Right, but right. something has to be done about this because it, it's the new norm that every other week there's a mass shooting. And, you know, I, I'm You're afraid really. that I'm going to Walmart and some Walmart. nut job's going to come and blow me away.
1: Well, and that's the, sad, that's the sad reality of the world we live in. You know, when it comes to our personal safety we're responsible to it you know that's you know we're not children anymore we're not in school there's not somebody who's accountable for our well-being and that's the the best way to help with the accidental killings is education and I this one of the most recent ones in Colorado with the uh, Planned Parenthood clinic I believe it was you know did you hear about this man in court
0: no, I just heard that. Right. Well, but here's the thing. It's so funny. I mean, I'm just going to jump off topic here. But tell me, why when a white man goes and blows away a bunch of people, it has to be mental instability? But if that guy was, let's say, Muslim, he'd be branded terrorist. Or if he was black, he's a thug. I mean, why every time that a Caucasian uh, goes off the rocks, he it's for he has mental issues.
1: The bikers in Texas were all called thugs. That was some crazy shit. Well, you said they were called, well, if, if you know, they were called uh, Didn't You didn't hear about that?
0: The, they had the giant shootout. I heard about the giant shootout.
1: Yeah, there was like 56 people involved, and it was like two or three rival biker games. It, it, it was intense. Yeah, it was like sons and of an they, they were the yeah accident. It really was. and it, You know, those, so. those are thugs. I mean... That's, you know, that's.
2: So, my, my honest opinion on the mental health thing is whenever they don't have a good reason for it, they go ahead and use that. Because, like, let's just say, let's use. Well, I'm using Sandy Look Williams at all these of, people instance, that
1: were on Prozac when they went and did these things. And there were even black guys that were on Prozac that went out and shot people. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, could, we, we could do quieter. a whole
2: podcast on Prozac and other pharmaceuticals and their negative effects. And how most of them actually, yeah, most of these shows actually have connection to either being on them or having withdrawals from being off of those antidepressants. I would like
1: to uh, propose a challenge to the two of you that keep it in your ear that every time you hear a new drug commercial for whatever, which is funny because it used to be pharmaceuticals could only, you know, pander to doctors, but whatever, I digress. That's another conversation for another day. Um, Here... And try to listen to how many of those drugs that are advertised to you have suicidal thoughts or actions, death as a consequence, other mental instability. You know, we can't throw pills at ourselves and expect it to just be a cure-all.
0: But you know, we got, why, we got to find
1: the root. I,
0: yeah. You know, we don't hear everything that goes around the world, but why... Are people killing other people at such a high rate in this country? Drugs, and money. is it dr- yeah, drugs and money? Maybe the poverty has something to do with money. it, but it, uh, maybe we're just inherently a violent country, which yeah. may be true. I mean, this this country was founded on violence. Uh, you know, the English came over, inviscerated right. the indigenous population, and you know that's how America was built. And it's just sad because you know this is this a could be such. Problem. It's funny, you know. Everybody here is afraid of ISIS. If I was ISIS, I would just sit back and watch America tear itself apart. Because the worst thing kind of the any other foreign country can do is let this country unite. Like after nine eleven, this country united, and it was a great thing to see. You know, I'm, we were all old enough to remember about how united this country was. We weren't too worried about killing each other.
1: one of the most oppressive laws in history. And started black-op organizations that can spy on citizens without regards to our rights. Well, and that's, yeah, and that's kind of towards
2: the direction that I was going to, what Dijon said about the always bringing up the mental health thing. It gets brought up all the time, and I'm not going to go as far as saying that, um, you know, any of these things are planned out, but I think whenever an opportunity is seen, and whenever the, an opportunity presents itself for them to be able to use this to push forth some sort of like, for instance, with Sandy Hook. In Connecticut now, if you want to homeschool your child, they have to pass right basically an aptitude test. And and you have it, to pass a sanity test. Yeah, yeah, the, but yeah, it's a sanity test. And then they also, you know, so that, it's, it's, the ba- it's the back door to gun control. Is, you know you know, now you're making, you know, all these kids, if you want to be, if you don't want to go into a public school system, you, know, you have to be proved you have to prove that you're not insane right. so I think that there you know in which another thing that scares me is again if you, you mentioned Hitler that one thing he did was take away the guns another thing he did was fight sort of a war on the mentally handicapped as a way to try to oh, yeah. so anytime I see the mentally mental the mental illness tripled. getting brought up over and over again, I get a little bit worried that that's always just kind of used as a scapegoat and again that it's going to lead to some sort of legislation that will hurt people that honestly just need some help. Right um uh because there That's will be not plenty bill. of there will be plenty of non harmful people with you know mental problems that don't need to be locked up in an asylum for right. the rest of their lives. Welcome and home sanitary second you know, and not be able to allow, you know, to have at least life or some happiness. kind of a life, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you guys thought about this? I think it's in South America they're starting to instead of putting drug abusers in prison they're putting them in rehab or like these uh these, these help centers and the drug problem is really starting to go down and i think drugs and money have a lot to do with the violence in the in, in, that goes on in this country with the poverty and it just it, it drives you know, me I, crazy you
1: know i know exactly where you're coming from man that's like you know you look at these kids that grew up and they had nothing and they eventually turn to drugs. You know, Crack doesn't let you down.
2: Yep.
1: You know, people let you down. Right. But you crack. Just need a little taste, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and that's... We're bad, not promoting drug really use on this out. show. <laughs> no, we're not. We're actually talking about well, the tragedy. And, I mean, getting back on and topic to the... That's, go- go- that's the real heart of the dependency. That that, that, that that drug is something that they can count on. Right. Well, right. I, what, I, what to I'll the, push it to
2: is the. Oh, go ahead. No, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, what I'll push it to is, you know, going to what you were saying about with the rehabilitation. That would be a great idea, and it's what exactly what we should do. But unfortunately, the prison system is privatized, and There's repeat journey, offenders people. and repeat prisoners are good for business. And so having you know little drug misdemeanors keep people in prison longer and make it to where they're now felons and they can't vote and their opinion doesn't matter and they can't go right. out and get a real job and so all that they can do
1: is either be a is criminal be or work is at McDonald's. Continue to be
2: a criminal yeah or work at the lowest level of the system that will generate other people money that's the problem you know if, if we you know if you, you don't make any more money off of them if you rehabilitate them and send them out in the world right. to go do something good you can only make more money off of them if you keep them down and, and I think that's the indicative of you know one of the bigger problems that we have here. Yeah. You know, spend that money on education and you'd have Definitely. and and nicer living environments and you'd have fewer people in the prisons. Right. And um, then again, then that means
1: that money is somewhere else. I think it's else. Sweden. In Sweden prisons are pretty much they're they're not like prisons here. It's the total opposite. Like they're almost like campuses and like you're confined to your cell for so many hours and then like you have like free time and right. then like there might be a structure or something oh well, yeah well yeah you know they've they've been seeing um it's been a while since i've seen the uh the show but they were having something like a um, three to five non-return rate okay or it was something along those lines yeah you that know, all sense. The, right. Um, you
0: know, I say all the all this talk is all good and plenty, you know. And, and and the thing is, our country is that makes too much sense for us. I mean, this is the same country who the Republican candidate yeah. who's leading right now is Donald Trump. Don't even get me started on that clown. Don't yeah. even get me started on that clown. Uh, if he's our president,
1: I'm There's going only, to Canada. There is one thing. There's one thing that he said that I liked. And it was that the lowest income tax bracket should be erased. That the lowest bracket like doesn't owe taxes. Mm. Literally the only thing of value that man has said. And
0: and you know what? he actually said that I'd have to say that.
1: He did. He did. did. And that's the only thing that I liked that he said, and that's not enough to make me vote for him. I'm Bernie, man. I am very tempted, as much as
2: this sounds like a cop-out, and I know it's not a solution, I'm very tempted to not vote at all because I feel like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's two sides of the same coin. I feel like there's not going to become much solution. The, the system is the problem, not the individual exactly. inside the system. And well, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have a solution, right. but until more people are willingly accept that there is a problem. need to people in. Yeah, but at the same time, we need to just be able to know that we can trust what's being told to us about those people. You well, know, Canada. so like the whole media system, all the journalism, you yeah, know. Who's uh, being run, run by the Bilderbergs. Yeah, exactly. Who can you trust? Everybody, you know, the people that pay for your news is the
1: people that are... How many pharmaceuticals run. contributed to your ad campaign? Right. Yeah. So pretty so. much
0: you're telling me you're going to take the lead of the people of California, North Carolina and vote for D's Nuts.
2: Yeah. No, because D's nuts has endorsed Bernie Sanders now, so that means that's a vote for Bernie. Oh,
1: (laughs) D's nuts, Bernie. I like that.
2: Which, so you know, because I try to view everything from all angles, I watch a lot of conspiracy theory videos that have some odd, uh, odd points to them. I actually watched one last night that was trying to suggest that Bernie Sanders was actually an Illuminati puppet. So that had some interesting (laughs) points. So, yeah, again, we'll say we can save that for some different time, but, you know, there are always, always so many interesting theories out there. That's that what tall britches talk. They're, they're really, really fun to look into. At the, I say fun. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong word to use, but it's interesting we in a world where you don't know anything, you know, anything's possible.
1: Right. Everything's um, a lie. But, yeah, so basically… Nothing is true. Everything's promoted.
2: We, we have no winners to any debate because this debate just turned into, like, a whole…
0: Right. It's
1: all, all my right. fault. This Big is
0: objective. enough politics no, like for me it. for one day. Huh? This is enough politics mm-hmm. for me for one day, so we can go back to a, 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 a lighter right. subject. Women.
1: Not fair enough. <laughs> if I could have any wish, I would wish for a taco that doesn't run out of nacho cheese.
2: That's really a waste of a wish, you know I'm mean? yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'd love to have that debate on how, how I wasted a wish. Yeah.
1: How a that is a wasted
0: wish. You know what a better wish is, Lou? What's that? If I, had a wish, if I had a wish, I would be able to summon Stone Cold Steve Austin to go and stunner any one of my choosing. He just appears, runs down and just stunners them with the music and going everywhere. Like, could you imagine being at like the BMV and like that person right. with the crying baby who won't shut the baby up? And you just say, Stone Cold, that person deserves a stunner. And then I hear, tsssh- he runs down and just stunners and starts giving her little fingers and calling beer, beer and like, I to get the bear to drink beer
1: with him. Come me. on,
0: man. Great, that, that'd right. be fantastic.
2: So if my my wish, if I had one, would probably be to go back in time to 1996 and go on a date with Sharon Stone. Okay, that, I'm just saying. You guys all get a wish. That's my wish. I
1: mean, it, well, we're man. gonna go back in time. It's, off it's there. a pretty oh, solid though. wish. Have you seen solid Sharon Stone wish. movies? Like, come on, yeah. man. I saw Basic Instinct. <laughs> I have that. I saw the taco. You're just wishing for a different taco. <laughs>
0: Wait, what kind of taco are we talking um, about? Are you talking about food taco or the other taco? About this taco?
1: No, he was
2: talking about your endless cheese. Oh. Your, I brought it full circle.
0: Cool. cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, speaking of Sharon Stone, man. I, all right, I was on Tinder. I'm a Tinder. I'm not even gonna lie. And uh, I had it for weeks. I I don't know if it's an Ohio thing or Midwest thing or just a girl thing, but why does everybody seem so basic on these dating websites? It's like pictures of their dog, their cat, them partying with their girls. You have to go play, you know, where's Waldo and try to pick them out of like seventeen pictures of them and their friends or you know, their food. I just don't understand what what is going on. Why is everybody so basic these days, man?
1: And if they're in a different country, it's Canada. Well,
0: I I think
2: my answer to your question is a simple one. It's that we are all liars. Yeah. Every single person <laughs> on Tinder, at least, probably is lying. Yeah, you know, just keep it basic, keep it simple. Like I can Like I said, I only <laughs> had it for a week. I couldn't tell you how many. You oh, how many bitches sell the pussy said. on Tinder? I love music, or you know concerts are fun or i love like i love my cat i love my dog and it's just like you know and i get it like you don't want to it's like the box say too much about yourself i don't think i said anything right. about myself at
1: all on my i go own. to the starbucks at the corner of broad and james every day at right. 2 a.m or 2 p.m
2: i just realized that the kind of people like you said
1: that are going to the kind of girls that are
2: on tinder that are just going to say i like my cat and dancing and dogs mm-hmm. and wine that they're not going to be my type of person I understand that absolutely so yeah so I feel your pain man I I think that you might you might be fishing in uh, uh, an empty Fish well, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of wish we had a female right now with us to uh, counteract my point, because I don't—we don't, don't want to seem like a bunch of chauvinists. But you know, that's just our. Right. We're also, I'm
2: sure, and I'm not saying it. I, I think, think it's a little bit more worked. misogynistic at this point. <laughs> it were. It
0: yeah, misogynistic, yeah, chauvinistic.
1: Not nah, because we called him bitches, and I said, so oh, yeah, we, we didn't <laughs> do <laughs> any of that. We didn't you do that. Did that. that. You did that. Don't, see don't, don't
2: put me in with that. Yeah, don't let
0: I, me in I, that. I'm you not you with know. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it, maybe, I, um, I'm not cold medicine.
0: Maybe with kidding. this tender, the whole, taint, the whole dating game scene has just seemed to – go downhill with the, the, the popularity of cell phones like no one can talk to one another anymore it's it's funny I went to a, a bar and I saw a group of five girls all together and they were literally just sitting at the bar all texting for five straight minutes and I'm just what happened to human interaction I think technology with cell phones is killing human interaction even in the dating game where it's you get on Tinder, you, you want to hook up? Sure, let's hook up. And then you don't talk to each other anymore. Like, it, it, it's the dating game right. is starting to go it's down the as well.
1: Secret. And you might have caught herpes.
2: See, I don't know how secret it is. <laughs> right, but
1: you see what I'm saying. Well, especially that ties into your Facebook app.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's
1: rough. That actually reminds me of this great quote I saw earlier. You will live to see man-made horrors beyond your comprehension. Tesla. And I think that's kind of one of them. I mean, the technology is a dual wielded sword that how can we be so connected to people when we don't connect to people?
0: I, I agree. I, you know, it's funny. Like, people on Facebook, they seem like they're so popular to have no friends, but in reality, they're probably some of the loneliest people out there. Right. I mean, let, let's be honest. It, it's It's... It, you've never been so close to people being able to connect with them, but you've never seen so far. So, close, and, so far
1: yeah. out. Know, well, what
2: it And it's all fake. It's just like, you know, is. for instance, on a first date, you know, you can never know, you know, what you actually feel about a person on a first date because neither of you is being honest. You're presenting your best self. You're not right. doing what I agree. you normally do. But it's kind of like the same thing with Facebook. You're going to do what you can to present your best self. You know, whether it's, you know, puff out your chest, have a little bravado, or for some people, it's, you know, uh, venting a little bit more or posting pictures that they think are saying things about themselves, you know, stuff like that. And so. You never really, yourself, you're just kind of constantly, it's like the Truman Show. It's like it we all, really we is, all live man. in the Truman Show and everybody's just but like, everybody's oh, but Truman. you know, but they, yeah, but they all realize right. it. And they're putting on a show for likes and comments and shares right. and all this stuff. Like, I, you know, I've never understood people's needs to share like really, really deep personal things on Facebook as far as like, you know, when you're having a really, really bad day. And you want to share it, like really, like that? You want what do you What do you want to get twenty likes out of how bad of a day you're having? Right. Or, and then why you know, are there lights? Someone you care about is is going into the hospital for surgery, and like, so your first thought is to tell your six hundred Facebook friends. Right. <laughs> right. Like, that's right. what you do now. It's like you're not. That's what you're sitting out in the lobby, and that someone you love more than anything is potentially dying, and you're, right. and your here, you're more concerned about your More concerned. You know, I understand if you want to use that phone and text your loved ones. But it's like, you really, like, you you're, you need attention. You, you, somebody, you, And then I get, I'm not saying that that's what everybody's doing it for or that they're, you know, consciously saying, like, oh, yeah, this is about me. Like, they're just maybe right, venting, right. and that's the way they vent. But to me, it just, like, it, it just sits wrong with me a little bit that we all have this need uh, to kind of have our 15 minutes of fame all the time now because of Facebook and social media. I'm not innocent of it. I'm not trying to sit here and say that I am. But, right. you know, we are, we are, I mean, we're all guilty. Yeah, the first step is admitting it, right? We can't fix the problem if we don't admit there is one. <laughs> right.
0: but at the same time, though, it, it, it's the excessive use of it is what drives me crazy. Where, right. you know, you we, we go out with certain friends and their ball's deep in their phone the whole time. I'm like, why don't you just go home? Why do you even come out if you're going to be on your phone the whole time? That drives me crazy. It's yeah,
2: my biggest pet peeve. Snapchat beef. drives me nuts. Why do oh you my need God. to record all, everything that you're doing? Like, you're, you know what would help you remember this moment? If you were actually paying attention to what you were doing. Yeah. You know, yeah, that I'm saying you, want to, you want to record a couple of things so you remember it cool, but you spend the entire time recording it. You're going to have to watch it tomorrow to know what's going on because you didn't even live it. You weren't even paying attention. You were just locked it's, in on your phone, making sure the angle was good. Right. You didn't experience anything, you know, just experience it. And if it's a good enough experience, you'll probably remember it for a long time.
1: It's like when you watch a funny movie and you laugh and you miss other jokes.
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wait. 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 What? I don't see how it's um, like that. Yeah. It's like the opposite of that, but I get what you're saying. Right.
0: There goes Lou B and Lou.
2: Hey. Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled, but I don't know. Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, getting back to like my original point, I, <laughs> it's funny. I would like to see a female's point of view because it's not like I go through Tinder and like look at dudes' profiles. So I like I wonder what girls <laughs> you know what are their gripes about the, the basic head, dude
2: well i mean you could, you could always just ask him
0: yeah that's true they're probably just getting nothing but like dick pics like hey abs hey dick pic <laughs> right like dudes are freaking lame or, these days
1: or a man. dude grading his dick on his abs
0: oh. right i mean that's probably the <laughs> that's probably the double dipping man like i don't right. i don't know D- dudes are just as guilty as being just as lame as females these days man
1: Oh my god, so many of us should have our men cards revoked.
0: I agree, I agree. So it seems like we're running out of time here, so before we leave everybody, uh, let's give our three can't misses for this week. I'm going to start off, my can't miss, people, Star Wars, we haven't had one in over ten years, J.J. Abrams is a savior. He did it with Star Trek. Super 8 was awesome. There's no Jar Jar Banks. This movie's gonna be awesome. Go see it. It's theaters Friday, December 18th. Hopefully I get to see Darth Vader.
2: I actually hope you get to see Jar Jar. Hey, oh, the- Nothing no, would be worse. Thing, to piggyback off you can't miss is you guys look into the fan theory about Jar Jar secretly being a Sith Lord, and I kind of saw that—that
1: that that is a real thing. It was pretty funny, and, and it actually makes that sense. Back.
2: And it makes so much sense, and I hope that it gets brought back. It would bring a It makes new... sense in
1: the way that Gilligan, on Gilligan's Island, was Satan, and they were on hell.
2: Uh, that's yeah
1: they ruined every chance that they had to get off and all the other people were the seven deadly sins <laughs> my my other two Daddy's i like home. That.
2: i like that that's that's i'm going to look into i'm going to look up I'm gonna look into that and if i think it's wrong that's that's my debate for you next week cool. but uh, my my two are not actually new uh the the man in the high castle has a lot of people paying attention Oh, i want to suggest to people that Can they look it. into all of uh, Philip K Dick's other work, I mean you've got films like Minority Report and um, Total Recall that are based off <laughs> short stories. They're only 20 to yeah. 40 pages so you don't have to, it doesn't require a lot of your time. And speaking of that, I know we, uh, there are a lot of people out there that love the show Archer, I am one of them. You should look into Adam Reed's earlier work on uh, Comedy Central shows by the name of Frisky Dingo and *C Lab. They are only eleven minutes long, and you can find them on YouTube. Uh, nice way to keep yourself entertained.
1: Really funny guy. So that's all what I have. Major Laser Cartoon, Deadpool, February twelfth. Don't be a lame. Daddy's coming home or Daddy's home. <laughs> Christmas Day. That movie looks like it'll be funny. And the night before.
2: That actually is good. I've seen it. Really? Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, that's really good. That yeah. yeah that, you'll see that too. That's good. Cool. Cool. Cool.
0: Well, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, you guys didn't hate us too much. You can come listen to us every week here at Bad Dinner Guest. I'm Dijon. This is Lou. That's Kevin. Peace till next week. The Prospers.